0: a preliminary word leading article in the first edition of household words this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by christine g charles dickens 200th anniversary collection volume 5 a preliminary word leading article in the first edition of household words by charles dickens the name that we have chosen for this publication expresses generally the desire we have at heart in originating it we aspire to live in the household affections and to be numbered among the household thoughts of our readers we hope to be the comrade and friend of many thousands of people of both sexes and of all ages and conditions on whose faces we may never look we seek to bring into innumerable homes from the stirring world around us the knowledge of many social wonders good and evil that are not calculated to render any of us less ardently preserving in ourselves less tolerant of one another less faithful in the progress of mankind less thankful for the privilege of living in this summer dawn of time nor may utilitarian spirit no iron-binding of the mind to grim realities, will give a harsh tone to our household words. In the bosoms of the young and old, of the well-to-do and of the poor, we would tenderly cherish that light of fancy which is inherent in the human breast, which, according to its nurture, burns with an inspiring flame, or sinks into a sullen glare, but which, although betide that day, can never be extinguished to show to all that in all familiar things, even in those which are repellent on the surface, there is romance enough, if we will find it out. To teach the hardest workers, at this whirling wheel of toil, that their lot is not necessarily a moody, brutal fact, excluded from the sympathies and graces of imagination. To bring the greater and the lesser in degree, together upon that wide field, and mutually dispose them to a better acquaintance and a kinder understanding is one main object of our household words the mightier inventions of this age are not to our thinking all material but have a kind of souls in their stupendous bodies which may find expression in household words the traveller whom we accompany on his railroad or his steamboat journey may gain we hope some compensation for incidents which these later generations have outlived, in new associations with the power that bears him onward, with the habitations and the ways of life of crowds of his fellow creatures, among whom he passes like the wind, even with the towering chimneys he may see, spiriting out fire and smoke upon the prospect. The swart giants, slaves of the lamp of knowledge, have their thousand and one tales, no less than the genie of the East, and these, in all their wild, grotesque, and fanciful aspects, in all their many faces of endurance, in all their many moving lessons of compassion and consideration, we design to tell. Our household words will not be echoes of the present time alone, but of the past too. Neither will they treat of the hopes, the enterprises, triumphs, joys, and sorrows of this country only, but in some degree of those of every nation upon earth for nothing can be a source of a real interest in one of them without concerning all the rest we have considered what an ambition it is to be admitted into many homes with affection and confidence to be regarded as a friend by children and old people to be thought of in affliction and in happiness to people the sick room with airy shapes that give delight and hurt not and to be associated with the harmless laughter and the gentle tears of many hearts. We know the great responsibility of such a privilege, its vast reward, the pictures that it conjures up, in hours of solitary labor, of a multitude moved by one sympathy, the solemn hopes which it awakens in the laborer's breast, that he may be free from self-reproach in looking back at last upon his work, and that his name may be remembered in his race in time to come, and borne by the dear object of his love with pride. The hand that writes these faltering lines, happily associated with some household words before to-day, has known enough of such experiences to enter in an earnest spirit upon this new task, and with an awakened sense of all that it involves. Some tillers of the field into which we now come have been before us, and some are here whose high usefulness we readily acknowledge, and whose company it is an honour to join. But there are others here, bastards of the mountain, draggled fringe of the red cap, panders to the basest passions of the lowest natures, whose existence is a national reproach. And these we should consider it our highest service to displace. Thus we begin our career, the adventure in the old fairy-story, climbing towards the summit of a steep eminence on which the object of his search was stationed, was surrounded by a rare of voices crying to him from the stones in the way to turn back. All the voices we hear cry, Go on! The stones that call to us have sermons in them, as the trees have tongues, as there are books in the running brooks, as there is good in everything— day and the time, cry out to us, go on. With a fresh heart, a light step, and a hopeful courage, we begin the journey. The road is not so rough that it need dawn to our feet, the way is not so steep that we need stop for breath, and, looking faintly down, be stricken motionless. Go on, is all we hear. Go on! In a glow already, with the air from yonder height upon us, and the inspiring voices joining in this acclamation we echo back the cry and go on cheerily end of a preliminary word recording by christine g in oslo norway the 14th of may 2012